Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back. We're back today in the book. We're starting a new book. We finished the book of John. Now we're back in the Old Testament. We're going back to the book of Deuteronomy. So buckle up. We're getting ready to go through a book. Deuteronomy means second law. In other words, this again is, is the last book of the Pentateuch. These are the first five books of the Old Testament. The Pentateuch. Pentateuch. Pent means pentitude means uh, uh, five. So this is the last of the five original books uh, that Moses wrote to instruct the people. Deuteronomy means second law, and it's sort of like a second refresher course. It's a it's like a sermon to refresh the people <clears throat> before they enter the promised land. So it's nothing new. It's just like a review. Um, a practical review, if you will. These people have, uh, they're sort of a new generation because their parents have sort of perished out in the wilderness when God said, you know, you guys are not going to see the promised land because of your evil hearts. Your children, you know, will see it, but not you. So this is sort of a practical sermon to make the history and the the judgment and this experience in the wilderness for 40 years to make it practical for these people to see. So uh, jumping in, um, and one thing relevant here is, as McGee points out, that Jesus used so many references from the book of Deuteronomy to to justify himself before Satan or to defend himself and to defend God's purposes and plans, he puts into action uh, a lot of the scripture from Deuteronomy. So it must be that important. So we're going to jump in and learn. So chapter 1, verse 1, these are the words that Moses spoke to all Israel beyond the Jordan, in the wilderness, in the opposite soup um, between Paran and Tophel, Laban, uh, uh, Hazroth, and Dizab. Again, I probably butchered the names of these places, but again, 
this is a these are words that Moses spoke, and my study Bible says that um, Deuteronomy rarely distinguishes between God's words and Moses's words. So you'll hear sort of Moses saying things to Israel and saying, "This is what God said to you guys," and so we don't get a lot of and God says we we get a lot of and Moses was would be saying this is what God told you. So again, this is a very this is kind of an expository sermon that Moses is giving to give them the history of their own nation. Verse 2 it is a, it is 11 days journey from Horeb by the way of Mount Seir to Kadesh Barnea. Um and Horeb is another word for Mount Sinai. I learned about that this morning because I was confused as where Horeb was. That's Mount Sinai. So in other words, to get to the Mount Sinai, to the very southern border of the Promised Land was 11 days journey. But because of the sin of these people, God let them wander for 40 years. So 40 years not going anywhere, someplace that it should take an 11 days journey. In the 40th year, on the first day of the 11th month, Moses spoke to the people of Israel according to all that the Lord had given him in commandment to them. After he had defeated Shion, the king of Amorites, who lived in Hezbon, and Og, the king of Basin, who lived in Ashkarthoth, and in Eridi, beyond the Jordan, in the land of Moab, Moses undertook to explain the law, saying, The Lord our God said to us in Horeb, that would be a Mount Sinai. You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Turn and take your journey and go to the hill country of the Amorites and to all their neighbors in the Arab and in the hill country and the lowland and in the Negrib and in the seacoast, the land of the Canaanites and Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. See, I have set the land before you. Go in and take possession of the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give to them and to their offspring after them. So, okay, so now we're saying God says it's time to go. Verse 9, and at that time I said to you, I'm not able to bear you by myself. This is Moses saying, look, I can't do it by myself. The Lord your God has multiplied you, and behold, you are today as numerous as the stars of heaven. So that's kind of a, a reference that they, they are fulfilling God's promise to make them numerous as the stars to the original promise to Abraham. Verse 11, may the Lord, the God of your fathers, make you a thousand times as many as you are and bless you as he has promised you. Verse 12, how can I bear by myself the weight and burden of you and your strife? Choose for your tribes wise and understanding and experienced men, and I will appoint them as your heads. Now, remember, this was Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, to encourage him to get some rest and to appoint some, you know, some judges. McGee points out this would later become the Sanhedrin. This would later become the body, the judgmental body that would condemn Christ. So maybe not necessarily the best move, but this was sort of Jethro's idea, and God kind of went along with it. But perhaps it was God's plan all along that that's what they're going to have to do. Um, because only Christ could be the best judge. Moses is a judge, but only Christ can, can be, uh, you know, King David was a great king, but only Christ is the best king. So we see man's inability to, to carry out what God's plan is. Um, so, again, choose for yourself 
uh, tribes wise understanding and experienced men, and I will appoint them as your heads. And you answered me, the thing that you have spoken is good for us to do. Okay, so I, so you spoke, uh, the thing that you have spoken is good for us to do. So, and you had answered me. So in other words, the people said, this is a good thing. So I took the heads of your tribes, wise and experienced men, and set them as heads over you, commanders of thousands, commanders of hundreds, commanders of 50, commanders of 10, and offices, officers throughout your tribe. So in other words, he put a hierarchy into place. Hear the cases between your brothers and judge righteously between a man and his brother or the alien, in other words, non-Israeli person, a non-Jewish person, who is with him. You shall not be partial in judgment. You shall hear the small and the great alike. You shall not be intimidated by anyone, for the judgment is God's. And the case that is too hard for you, you shall bring to me, and I will hear it. And I commanded you that... <clears throat> At that time, all things that you should do. Okay, so we set up a judgmental system, a judicial system. Here we go. And, but only again, Christ is the best judge. Verse 19, Then we set out from Horeb, this is Mount Sinai, and went through all the great and terrifying wildernesses that you saw on the way to the hill country of the Amorites, as the Lord our God commanded us. And we came to Kadesh Barera, and I said to you, You have come to the hill country of the Amorites, which the Lord our God is giving us. See, the Lord your God has set the land before you go. Up, take possession as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has told you. Do not fear, do not be dismayed. Then all of you came near me and said, Let us send men before us that we may explore the land for us and bring word again of the by the way which we must go to the cities which we shall come. The very thing seemed good to me, and I took 12 men. So, in other words, they say, Let's go send some spies in to, to check it out. So, I took 12 men from you, one man from each tribe, and they turned and went up to the hill country and came to the valley of Eshcol and spied it out. And they took in their hands and some of the fruit of the land and brought it down to us and brought us word again. They said, it's a good land that the Lord is giving us. So that's great. And you would not go up, but rebelled against the commandment of the Lord your God. Okay, this is verse 26 and verse 27. And you murmured in your tents and said, Because the Lord hated us and has brought us out of the land of Egypt to give us into the land of Amorites to destroy us. Where are we going up? In other words, you complained that that God hated us and we're just He's sending us to get killed by these people. Our brothers have made our tents melt. The people are greater and taller than us, and the cities are greater and fortified up to the heaven. And besides, we have seen the sons of the Akim there. And then I said to you, Do not dread or be afraid of them. The Lord your God who goes before you will himself fight for you, just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes and in the wilderness, where you have seen how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son all the way that you went until you came to this place. Yet in spite of the word, you did not believe the Lord your God who went before you in the way to seek you out, to place, a, a, to pitch a tent, your tents in fire by night and a cloud by day to show you where you should go. In other words, you didn't believe, you didn't trust God. And the Lord heard your words and was angered and he swore, not one of these men of this evil generation shall see the good land that I swore to give to you, to your fathers, except Caleb. That's where we're going to stop today. Moses has just given them a really big review lesson on how they got to here. 
So we're going to stop here. We'll turn the rest of the podcast over to our co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. Look forward to hearing your take on this today. And as always, for me to all of you, God bless you. Keep your hearts centered on Christ on this great spiritual battlefield. And we'll see you here next time.